Have you ever been stuck? I'm talking so stuck in your mindset that you started doubting your abilities, questioning your goals. Maybe you even lacked motivation to start because you didn't know how. As a high achieving woman, I can't tell you how crippling it used to be when I would get stuck. It's actually kind of funny thinking about it. I would get to the point where I was so in my head that I was overwhelmed with my thoughts, overwhelmed emotionally. That totally compromised my focus. I couldn't even show up to my goals with a level of intent because I was so in my head. And when all of that was going on, for some reason, my mindset allowed me to doubt my abilities. I knew at that moment I needed a new mindset and I needed to get unstuck. For some of you, I just described exactly where you're at. And if that's you, I want to help you. I want to help download the mindset tools that I've not only used on myself, but thousands of women over the last few years. On Thursday, June 10th, I'm offering the Unstuck Masterclass, how to overcome your fears and build new belief. The Unstuck Masterclass will give you practical tools you can use on a daily basis to ensure that you keep moving forward. If you're a high-achieving woman that's ready to get out of her head and go for more, this masterclass is for you. Head over to ashleymayfield.com and sign up today. I can't wait to see you there. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Fireball with Ashley Mayfield. Before we dive in, make sure you grab your cell phone, share this on your social media platforms, and tag me because I always love to know who is tuning in. Now, in today's episode, as we dive in, I'm going to be talking about how to come back from a loss with confidence. Have you ever taken a big L? Maybe that is in your home life towards your dreams. Maybe it's in business. Today, I'm going to download and give you five practical steps that you can implement that will be so easy and so simple that are going to help you crawl back out of the hole with confidence. I can't wait for you to dive in. So buckle up and brace for impact. everybody. Welcome back. I am so excited to dive into today's topic. I know there are so many of you that absolutely need this topic, how to come back from a loss with confidence. How many of you have taken a big L in life, in your career, in your family, in your passions, in your dream, or even in your business? I know as I continue uh, to create uh, programs and businesses for high-achieving women, I have so many of you that are diving into the podcast. Thank you so much. And uh, even if you're not a high-achieving woman and you're listening to the podcast or watching by way of YouTube, thank you so much. I value all the shares. I value the positive reviews. Um, I, you know, look at the negative ones from time to time. It's fine, guys. It's my voice, okay? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, But I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so much for going above and beyond and helping me spread the word. You know, I absolutely love to push high-achieving women to develop that confidence that their success requires. And I know it's giving you messages like this, allowing you to download them on the go when you're in the the car with the kids, when you're exercising, whatever, uh, that it's going to help your mindset and give you that confidence. So we've all 
all been there, right? We've all been there where we want something to go the exact way that we want it in our in, to go in our head and it just doesn't happen for whatever reason. Maybe it's not the right timing. Maybe the things didn't align. Maybe you didn't live up to the expectations that you set up for yourself. I don't know, but you took the L. Now, one of the hardest things I think about business is taking those losses because it's so hard not to take it personal. It's so hard not to feel inadequate, not to judge ourselves, not to feel guilty or shame or embarrassment, but unfortunately taking losses in life is necessary. We know that there's a time for everything. There's a season for everything. Without winter, there can be no summer, right? Without uh, night, there can be no day. So without any losses, you really can't have a win. But here's what I know. If you're anything like me, when you take those, when you get those losses, you take them so freaking personally. You go to this dark place where you're almost like, I knew I wasn't good enough to do it. I knew I didn't have what it took. Um, I knew that I wouldn't amount to anything or I knew they were all right all along that I, that I couldn't do it, that I wouldn't do it. And unfortunately, we can't let ourselves go there. It's so important that we make sure that although uh, we have a loss and it sucks, we take a moment to handle ourselves, but it's so imperative, you guys, that you get right back on the horse. And I find that most people don't want to do it because they don't want history to repeat itself, right? You're so fearful of the future that whatever just happened, that it's going to happen again. So then you start playing safe. You start playing small. You start uh, limiting your success because you just don't want history to repeat it itself. So I'll never forget whenever I started in entrepreneurship uh, almost five years ago, and I had my big loss. I had the first time when I wanted to hit a goal, I said I was going to hit it, and I felt so freaking embarrassed. So I try my hardest to make goals public. Now, that doesn't mean I make all my goals public because I think that there's some things that you need to play close to your chest. But this was, I was starting a new online business and I wanted to build momentum and I wanted to network. So I let myself make these really public goals. And I kept saying that I was going to hit a certain level of income by December 31st, 11.59 PM Eastern time. And this was excuse me, this was in 2016. And I got so loud about this goal. I posted it everywhere. I talked about it on social media. I shared it with friends and mentors and programs that I was a part of. I just got so, so loud about it. And unfortunately, I missed the goal. I missed the goal and it made me question everything. In fact, I knew about 30 days, uh, I knew the beginning of December that there was no way it was going to happen in December. And I felt it, I knew it, and I started second guessing everything. In fact, if you have uh, been a part of any of my programs and you've heard me talk about my worst month ever in entrepreneurship, I always talk about December of 2016. I'm sure I've even shared it on some podcasts. I uh, couldn't tell you which ones, but I know I have, where it was the worst month in business ever. I I started blaming the business. I started blaming um, business partners and the organization and all of these things, right? Because it's so easy for us when we take a loss and we're looking uh, for someone to blame. It's easy for us to point all the fingers at other people except ourselves, right? Because we never want to take that ownership. We don't want to take that responsibility because we want to believe in the best in ourselves. And I can sleep better at night knowing you made a mistake opposed to me making a mistake because then I just feel like a loser. Well, what I didn't realize in that season of my life was that God was changing something on the inside of me that I actually had to walk through that loss. It had nothing to do with an, being an entrepreneurship. It had nothing to do with business. It had everything to do with God showing me how serious am I? 
How serious am I? Are you the type of person, Ashley, that when one loss comes, it negates everything you ever said you wanted to do? When that one person talks trash about you, that it negates all the impact that you want to make. When that one paycheck isn't exactly where you want it to be, it negates the financial freedom that you're fighting for. And I had to make a decision in that moment that I was not going to let it take me out, that whatever God was doing on the inside of me, whatever stretching, whatever molding, whatever growing he was doing on the inside of me that I chose to lean into that. And what I can tell you is the difference uh, between what I wanted and when I got it was 93 days. 93 days, and uh, it came with over $10,000 bonus. And so that was kind of cool. $10,000 bonus, $10,000 pay increase, whatever. And so uh, that was kind of cool, you guys, okay? And so you need to come back from a loss with confidence. Now, it's, it's easier said than done, right? We all sit back and say, well, how am I supposed to have all this confidence? I just took a loss. I wanna give you a five point game plan that you can write down, that you can lean into, that is going to help you strategize. And it's gonna be very practical. It doesn't matter what area of your life that you need to apply this to. Obviously, I'm talking to business-minded women right now, but if you are a business-minded man, come on somebody. If you are a mom, if you are a friend, if you are a volunteer, if you are a career woman, I promise you, you can implement this. So you're going to want to write these five things down. Okay. The first thing is you're going to give yourself just a moment. Now, maybe you've been living in your moment for far too long. You're going to skip skip to number two, okay? Because we're not here to set up camp uh, in bummer land, okay? But what I need you to know, sometimes as high achieving women, we're so quick to move on. And when we move on too fast, what we're doing is we're actually stuffing our thoughts and our emotions down. Now, I know I can't trust my thoughts. I know I can't trust my emotions because they're fleeting, right? They're going to change from day to day. Like I say all the time, your feelings will have you eating the donut when you want to lose weight and your feelings will have you spending money when you want to pay off debt. Okay. And so it's so important that I know that I I don't just want to move on. I need to be able to acknowledge what's going on on the inside of me. I need to acknowledge that I took a loss. And I think some people are just quick to move on and say, oh, it's okay. It's not a big deal. I'm here to tell you that maybe it's not okay. Maybe uh, you need to feel all these negative things. You know, when we try to avoid the feelings, sometimes we're just doing that to avoid the pain. My greatest uh, way that I get pushed is by pain. I need to feel that pain of the loss. I need to feel the pain of being within arm's uh, grip of something. I can tell you that something that I'm walking through right now, I, oh my goodness, I would have rather been like tens of thousands of dollars in a gap between me and this finish line. And I was $7,000 and I was so pissed. Okay. I was so mad. Uh, How many of you would rather lose by a lot than lose by a little? Okay. And so, uh, yeah, that really, really sucked. But guess what? I was able to pause. I was able to feel the frustration and the pain for just a moment. You get 24 hours to be pissed off, to grieve, to go in your prayer closet. If you need some, uh, (laughs) some inspiration, the book of Psalms and these things that David prayed were very bold prayers. So don't ever for a second feel that you can't go uh, before Jesus and pray some very, very bold prayers, okay? But you get to take a moment. Do not rush past. Don't rush past. Don't Don't move past so fast that you allow yourself to not feel. Maybe you do need to feel. Maybe it's time that you feel. That way you'll start taking things more serious. And I know that was my truth in December of 2016. And that changed my life. 
Again, it had nothing to do with business. What you're walking through has nothing to do with business. It's something deeper on the inside of you. Are you willing to persevere? Are you willing to have grit? Are you willing to stay the course just when things don't go your way? When not everybody um, uh, agrees with you or lines up with your way of thinking, when not anyone, no one else can see the vision, are you still willing to see the vision? And sometimes we just have to pause and we just have to like, regroup. And so if you have not taken a moment to pause, to reflect what happened, maybe your paycheck dropped, maybe your business fell apart, maybe you didn't land that client that you thought you were going to, you get to take a moment and just like grieve the loss because it does suck. And sometimes we just, oh, it's going to be okay. Maybe it's not going to be okay. I mean, it will be okay, but maybe for 24 hours, it needs to not be okay. So that's the first thing that I would challenge you to do. I think sometimes when we don't get it out, we just stuff it, stuff it, stuff it. And then eventually it erupts like a volcano. And that is not the place we want to live. We don't want everyone else walking on eggshells because we're pissed off because we don't know how to emotionally handle ourselves. And so I think, yeah, if you need to like lie on the couch and be elbow deep in Doritos for 24 hours, like, you know, I'm not telling you how to grieve. I mean, I'd pick blueberry muffins, but I'm just saying, like, I think at some point we just need to feel and we need to give ourselves that permission to be able to do it. Uh, that way, you know, we give ourselves permission to do it. I mean, what else do you guys want me to say? Like, freaking feel, okay? (laughs) Like you get the right to feel, so feel. The second thing that I want you to do is I want you to be mega intentional. This is where we're going to start turning things around. This is where we're going to start going from that loss to building the confidence. A lot of times we don't move forward, like I've already said, because we're so afraid of history repeating itself. We're so afraid of whatever uh, caused that loss to repeat itself. And what I will challenge you to think about, more often than not, you don't even know what caused the loss. You're just walking through the loss. And so uh, point Number two is when we're going to brain dump. This is when you're literally going to get out a pen and a piece of paper and you are going to brain dump every single thing that happened and you're going to write it down in the most intricate detail. This is such a crucial step that so many people pass by. You have to get things from your brain to paper. More often than not, we are trying to just stuff all of these things like that internet browser with 5,947 different tabs open. Ladies, why do we do this to ourselves, okay? And then we wonder why we're forgetful and we don't remember things. It's because we're trying to do too much. Stop doing too much. Get it from your head to paper. And you're gonna write down every single thing that happened and start thinking about it. When did the loss happen? How did the loss happen? When did you start seeing signs? What were the signs that were there, but you didn't realize they were signs, but now you have hindsight about it, right? You need to make sure that you do that brain dump. And I think that it's gonna be so profound because you're gonna start seeing those red flags right? You're going to start seeing those red flags. You're going to start seeing that bad behavior. You're going to start seeing when you should have stepped in sooner as a leader. You're going to start seeing when things started drifting apart. You're going to start seeing how you told them what to do and you thought they got it, but they didn't get it. And they wouldn't come to you and you wouldn't go to them, okay? And so being able to brain dump is really, really important because that's where it's going to let you know exactly what happened. And, you know, this might take more than a day. I've been challenging uh, some people that are working with me that I'm leading um, to be able to do this, like put the piece of paper down and come back in an hour. You know, sometimes when we start actually diving in and like uncracking the code, so to speak, of what has happened in the past, We're going to start like having things come to recollection later on. Maybe you're in the shower. Maybe you're driving your car. Uh, Maybe you're falling asleep, right? Those are my three times I get like the greatest ideas or the greatest breakthroughs. And so 
Um, give yourself a moment to not just like write it all out and be done. Give yourself a moment to kind of come back and keep pondering, keep peeling back the layers of the onion, keep diving in and asking yourself what actually happened. It's so important we do this. You're going to get a bird's eye view of what happened. You're going to start seeing the warning signs uh, for the times to come. So you can't go back and fix whatever it was, but you are going to be able to prevent it moving forward. And that is extremely important, right? Um, I think you're also going to be able to compare and contrast things. You know, uh, what were you doing versus what should you have been doing? Or what were you doing too much of that you had no business doing, right? Um, who were you hiring on as business partners? Or who were you promoting in your company that you had no business doing that, right? Or who did you not hire that you should have hired because you hired someone based off the wrong criteria? I don't know, but you're able to compare and contrast these things. Maybe the last five people that you've hired, they've all been duds. And when you compare each of their personalities, each of their, uh, you know, whatever, their resumes or prerequisites or whatever it is that you want to call, um, whatever they bring to the table, when you start comparing, maybe there's an underlying factor there. Maybe there's a common denominator there that you realize like, hey, moving forward, I don't want to hire someone that has this criteria. I want to hire someone that has this criteria. And now you can be more specific. So the point of going back isn't to make you feel guilt, shame, embarrassment, none of that. This is not a boohoo sob fest. We already got that over in part one. This is a very intentional, practical step that you need not skip because it's going to give you the formula of exactly what to look for to in the future. If there were red flags, if there was behavioral issues, if you're comparing and contrasting and there's a common denominator, you're going to know exact, excuse me, you're going to know exactly what to lean into, or you're going to know exactly what to avoid when moving forward. This list is going to be profound. Keep coming back to it as much as you need. Spend as much time on it. It should not take a week for the love. If you are taking a week to grieve, when it comes to a loss, if you're taking a week to brainstorm the stuff that's two weeks down, and at this point, you're just delaying yourself from moving forward, okay? So it's time we put a little pep in our step. I feel like my snaps could be so much louder. Like they're, I'm trying to like make it a point and it was just like beep, beep, beep. It was not really effective. Um, but it's, uh, it's super important that we start moving along on this because because you do, because you don't want to sit in bummer land forever, okay? So point number three is you need to make a plan. Now we're talking about moving forward. So we've allowed ourselves a day to grieve or a moment to grieve. Uh, we went back in history. Uh, we took a little time travel machine. We went back in history. We wrote down all the things. We were extremely observant. We have this incredible bird's eye view of what we think happened. We know what landmines to avoid. We know uh, what common denominators there were. We know what behaviors to look for. Now we're going to make a plan moving forward. This is when you're actually going to like pull yourself up by the bootstraps and freaking do something, okay? Because your future is relying on you you to move, but you first need to get a plan. And I think it's important. Um, normally I am very much an action type girl, but I think at this case, it's important that we're not just like willy nilly. There's so much fear. There's so much doubt that has resurfaced. And especially if it's your first loss, right? And how fast you bounce back. You might not bounce back that very, that fast, right? In December of 2016, I didn't bounce back very fast. It took me a really long time, but guess what? The next loss that I took, I bounce back faster. And then the next and the next and the next. And I went from being able to take like weeks to bounce back to 10 days to a week to five days, three days. Now I know how to pull myself out of a funk. If I'm really intentional, I know how to do it in an hour. Okay. Now I wish I was like super cool. Tony Robbins and can do it in two minutes. Okay. I'm going to get there, sir, sir. I'm going to get there. Okay. 
not quite there yet. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but it's so important when you start doing these things, you learn how powerful you are. You learn how quick you can bounce back. And so getting a plan together of moving forward, I think is important. You need to be able to set yourself up for success. This doesn't mean that you're going to make like a 10 point dissertation and make this plan that's going to last the next year or into, you know, the next eon, whatever. No, this could just be like, what are the next three steps you're going to move in your business? What are the next five steps you're going to move in your business, right? How are you going to move? What's what are the what's the goal that you want to do in the next week? What's the end goal you want to have in the next month? Or what's the end goal you want to have in the next 90 days? These are things that you're going to get fixed on. You have to have a goal and a plan so you know what you're moving towards and you can get your mind off of what you're coming from. Okay. And so all we need to know from the past, we're not going to allow our thoughts and feelings to live there anymore. We're getting a plan together, but we are going to extract all the information that we need from the past. That way we can move forward effectively, right? This makes sense. Okay. And so when it comes to getting your plan, you need to know what you're fighting for. You got to have something there. What's a reward? What's a goal? What's a finish line that you want to cross? Okay. And we're going to be realists. We're going to be a little realistic with it. We're not going to have this pie in the sky idea and say that we're going to make $10,000 at the end of 90 days. If you're starting at $100 and you've never had a history of doing, um, having work ethic or operating at the mindset of someone that has $10,000, this makes sense, right? And so if you're like, Hey, uh, I'm willing to do the work because a lot of people talk a big game, but they're not willing to pay the price it takes. And that's why you're on the hamster wheel of saying you want something, but you're not getting it. It's because you're not paying the price that it takes. There's an investment. There's a price that it costs to receive that. And other people are doing it and you're not. So we're going to be a little bit more realistic because for me, after you take a loss, this is just my thought process. After you take a loss, I think it's so important that you set an attainable goal. Makes sense, right? We want to set an attainable goal. We want to have something that like we can actually reach. That way uh, we're excited about it. That way we can build a little momentum. I'm not trying to go from loss to loss to loss to loss to loss, okay? I'm trying to go from glory to glory to glory, amen? And so it's so important that we set a realistic goal. But, um, you know, if you know like, okay, I have this five uh, plan goal. I have this three plan goal. Cool. What's the next step that you need? All you need to do is focus all that energy on the next step. What's that one thing in front of you? What's that one thing that you need to get done? Does it need to get done in 24 hours, 48 hours? Just keep focusing and moving one step forward, one step forward. And as you achieve those things, I promise you that confidence is going to start building in you because you're showing yourself you have what it takes. You want to know what builds confidence more. Yes, crossing our finish line builds confidence. But do you want to know what builds confidence more? Perseverance, grit, determination, to not throw in the towel, to continue taking a step when you don't know what you're doing. That stuff builds confidence because you learn to trust yourself. And what I find sometimes is even when people cross their finish lines, they should have a confidence about them, but now it's a superficial confidence. It's like a false humility. It's, well, I didn't really deserve it and I didn't really earn it. Someone helped me and this, that, this, that, this, that, right? And so instead of trying to put our confidence on crossing a finish line, why not put our confidence on the effort that we are going to give that's going to get us there? And so you taking time to download that game plan, knowing those warning signs that we already extracted, I promise you, it's really going to help you. Next thing is you need to cast vision. Now, this is a very important step, not only 
It doesn't matter if you're not a business person, but if you're a business person, for all the people that you're directly over, under, whatever, it's important that you're casting vision. It's important if this is for your family, you're casting vision for your family, right? You need to make sure that you're casting vision with those people around you that this goal impacts. It is so crucial, especially if the loss impacts other people. Now, we're 100% debt-free, but there was a moment where we weren't like, hitting, I mean, the six months that it took us to be debt-free, we didn't hit every mile marker when we wanted, but we were still able to cast vision with our kids and say, hey, we're going to pick it up. We're going to go above and beyond. We're going to hustle a little harder. We're going to take on an extra job. These are all the things we're going to do. And we continued to cast vision. So if your loss directly impacted other people, it's so important that you're casting vision for their belief. And sometimes, you, you know, it's easy to say, well, I don't have confidence. I don't have belief. How am I supposed to give it because that's what a leader does. A leader, when when we want something, we have to give what it is that we want. We have to be able to separate how we genuinely feel and our belief for the organization. Those are two different things. There are many times where I have sat in a chair and I have sat and stood confident being able to speak to my businesses and my organizations when on the inside, I was like, I have no idea how. Like, Jesus, I swear for God, you better come down and touch it because I don't know how it's going to happen, you know, but that's okay. That's what we do as leaders. We are that stronghold when people need vision. That's why we're in the position that we're in. And so if your loss impacted other people, it's going to be so important that you make sure you're casting vision for them. And remember, maybe you're not trying to get, take them places where you've never been. You're just trying to take people exactly where you've been. Okay. And so, and as you cast that vision, you get everybody on board. You have everybody taking ownership. As you guys start making those realistic uh, game plan steps that you've already decided you're going to take, um, it's going to be so awesome to watch the confidence rise and you're going to continue to honor the right behavior, which really leads me into point number five is after you cast vision, you got to take action. So I basically just said the last two altogether. So uh, you give yourself a moment, you do a brain dump, you uh, get a game plan, you cast vision and you take action. Those are the five things. But you guys, it's so important at the end of the day, ultimately your confidence is going to come from taking action. A lot of times when we feel a lot us. We, we want to wait till we quote unquote feel better before we start taking action. And yes, there's a level of a belief system that we have to develop where you will attain a little bit of belief and confidence before you take that first step. But I promise you right now, my friend, the most, the most, the most, the strongest, the healthiest, the most sustainable confidence and belief is going to come to you when you are taking action. Action is your best friend. Action is, it's the greatest teacher. Action is your greatest belief builder. Because a lot of times we're sitting back telling ourselves what we can't do instead of just doing it and showing ourselves that we're more powerful than we think, right? And it's time that we stop living in bummer land. It's time that we come back from that loss with a ton of confidence. And I'm telling you, if you implement this little game plan that I just gave you, it's so simple. It's so practical. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. I promise you, you are going to see a level of confidence that you didn't know you had. And as you start walking through this, you're going to realize moving forward, isn't that scary that the world is relying on you, your dreams are relying on you, and I'm relying on you. Like, sis, why are you playing small? You need to go out there in the world, shine up for Jesus, and you need to shine your gift. You have value on the inside of you, and it would be a shame if you left this earth never showing it. 
Okay. So I believe in you. And if you know anyone that needs this again, thank you guys so much for continuing to share, continuing to spread the word. Please make sure that you share this on your social medias. Tag me. I always love to know who's tuning in. And until next time, I love you guys. I'm rooting for you. And I cannot wait to see you come back from your loss with confidence. Talk to you guys soon.